Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. or something like that next to it or drop it and it bends the um, pin inside because the crazy thing is and i've looked this up before um they they so in like around 2015 they moved to a usb-c which they should right but you can make a magsafe usb-c yeah so i don't know what the fuck (laughs) i feel like they just did it for cost Mm. because now they have usb-c which is going to be this I mean, almost is, but it's going to be the standard of all devices. Right. So they don't have to fucking, you know, they're going to be like the cell phone places now that don't even give you a brick anymore. Oh, right. You know, so it's like, whatever. I don't know. Real quick, since we, we on this video, I helped some homies move the other day and uh, they had a, um, a fucking like 2008 MacBook, <laughs> the white plastic joint. And I was like, oh, shit. And they go, yeah, we're not using this, bro. You can have it. And I was like, oh, fucking word. And I'm, I'm going to throw a SSD in a joint. You know, upgrade <laughs> the upgrade the RAM. It's got the uh, Core Duo, which is still a fucking serviceable chip if you're just trying to do, like, web surfing and fucking right. normal productivity stuff. Yeah. Porn. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the essentials. But, yeah. like, <laughs> stock, stock as is with a 14-year-old hard drive. Jeez. It was playing fucking HD YouTube videos. I'm like, you know what? This is a testament to Apple's fucking um, craftsmanship back then. I don't know how the new ones are. I know a lot of people don't like the new ones, but um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm excited. I, I definitely installed Linux and slapped yeah, a fucking <laughs> penguin sticker on it because Apple was like, yo, we don't support this no more, pimp. So, <laughs> this version of safari that was on it couldn't even render a page like it was just like i don't know how what is this so. i mean what was it like 13 years old yeah i'm pretty sure they were like oh, anybody who's using this it's just you know right <laughs> but and i've heard in the past the reason why i jumped on it because i've heard a lot it's like windows it's like people using windows xp right yeah 
Like I've I've heard I'm into that kind of shit where you have an older device and you like you refurb it and kind of use it for what's what. Especially right. when I got so many kids in the fucking house and they all got pro like papers to do and shit. You know, so I'm like, well, fuck it. Why am I gonna go buy a like a six hundred, seven hundred dollar laptop when I could spend fifty to upgrade <laughs> this piece of shit? You know? Right. And the kids think it's cool because it's a Mac. You know. Yeah. It's a Mac. It's a Mac. <laughs> I want to get a um a ThinkPad. Oh really? Those are sexy. Those older ones. Yeah. The best keyboard ever. I typed <laughs> one once. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, man. So, Adam, I'm going to ask you something. Yes. Have you ever thought there's got to be an easier way to get a divorce? Uh, It's relatively easy now, but a cheaper way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in in theory, this could actually be be cheaper. Um, Coming, This one comes from GQ, and I saw this last week, and I was like, oh, I got to put it in here because, you know, thought you of all people might find it interesting. So... This is just for the record before we get into my marriage is going just fine. <laughs> um, have this be the one episode my wife listens to. Right, like, I, know. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I know. She, then she goes to the YouTube page and starts listening to all of us here and like, what is he talking about? What is he saying about us? <laughs> uh, so we're all familiar with sword guys. The one guy who knows just a little too, who's just a little too in into collecting swords but what if the ultimate sword guy the king of the sword guys turned out to not even technically be a sword guy in the traditional sense what if he's just a divorced guy standing in front of a court requesting a trial by combat with his ex-wife featuring the finest japanese swords he can source or forge in the next 12 weeks the Des Moines Register reports that, that Kansas man, uh, David Ostrom, 40, brought forth this unusual proposition in a custody battle with his ex-wife, Iowa woman Bridget Nordstrom, 38. Specifically, he wants a judge to grant him permission to meet her and her attorney for a fighter of their, uh, or a fighter of their choice, quote, on the field of battle where he will render their souls from their corporeal bodies. It's a D&D player. Yeah, I know, right? 100%. <laughs> uh, it should be noted that the request is not serious and specifically meant to frustrate his, ex- his ex-wife's lawyer, Matthew Houston, with Nordstrom telling reporters, quote, I think I've met Mr. Houston absurdly by... Um, uh, I think I've met Mr. Houston's absurdity with my own absurdity. That being said, this is an incredible sentence. He asked the Iowa District Court in Shelby County to give him 12 weeks lead time in order to source or forge katana and kazashi swords. As is this from Houston, it should be noted that because the U.S. and Iowa constitutions do not specifically prohibit battling another person with a deadly katana sword, it does permit a court sitting in equity order from ordering same. Per the register, Orstrom, quote, doesn't have any experience with swords, with sword fighting, end quote, but we'll, we're sure he'll have ample time to devote to, as the sword guys would say, studying the blade. You know what? <laughs> That's how they used to do that shit back in the day, dude. Yeah, I know. It's like an arcane, like, there is an arcane law that just basically allows that. <laughs> I wonder if they would actually let it go down. I don't know. They, they would. They would no. step in or well, say, kind of change. It well, because like um, I was watching last week on uh, Netflix that um, uh, 
inside a killer's mind uh the uh aaron uh aaron hernandez story mm-hmm. and um it's a three-part one-hour series really really cool like it goes into in case you don't know who aaron hernandez is he was he used to be a receiver for the new england patriots and he was convicted of killing his um girlfriend's boyfriend and uh which no 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 i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry he's the girlfriend didn't he no he killed her girlfriend's sister's boyfriend and uh yeah because his sister because his uh his girlfriend um her sister was dating this the the guy that he killed and uh he was you know he was sentenced to life in prison without parole and then he appealed his case and then hung himself now uh I I think it's Connecticut where he was. I don't know. One of those New England New England states. But he was um suppose uh, there, there's a an arcane rule that if you appeal your conviction and you die during that appeals process, you are acquitted. I mean, so the thing What does it fucking matter? But the thing is is that because he because of that he was fired from um the Patriots that so he could probably he could get his family money to set them up oh. for life. And there's and they said that everybody in that um prison system knew about that. Like they always said there was a a, a priest who was convicted of molesting children and died or he he was killed, I think in prison and um because he was in appeal, he was acquitted. So he's he was he's never officially known as a priest, you know, uh, a convicted priest. He's actually considered innocent. So um, they, I guess, there was some thought that he'd done this so his lawyers can try to get money from the Patriots to p- set up his family for life. And then what happened was is that people got you know obviously pissed off about that, and then the the state legislature passed a resolution getting rid of that old arcane law and thus reinstating Aaron Hernandez as a convicted killer. Right. So I was like, I was like, ah, like that's the kind of shit that's just like, you know, it's like, going. that's such a stupid fucking law. Like, you know, it had to have some basis back in the day. Yeah. Because a lot of laws would be like, were based on fucking, religious shit yeah or here like it could have been like, like that. that yeah, yeah like it, maybe because it's like oh well he's acquitted now so now he's, he'll go to heaven or <laughs> something silly you know what i mean right. like, like this is how it works yeah because okay. yeah because you know the paperwork wouldn't be finalized so he, <laughs> right he's at the pearly gates and saint peter's like well let's hear you and get oh hold on i got an update coming in from earth I don't know. Looks like you're clear to go. So enjoy, <laughs> enjoy heaven. Yeah, no. exactly. It's like, oh yeah. See, there wasn't the. Uh, they didn't get the stamp on there. So yeah, okay. You know, it's like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> Definitely not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I hope that uh, that uh, duel by blade, you know, really works out for this guy. Wouldn't it be funny if they actually do let it go and then she kills him? It'd be funny if um, they let it go and then he's like, fuck, I've gone too deep. Like he didn't really actually want it. I kind of respect the dude because maybe I, in my head I want it to be that she's just a raving bitch. So he's just being an asshole. Right. You know what I mean? Like fuck this bitch. <laughs> like, it just sounds like he does not give a fuck about what's going on. He's like that Sondler dude, the one from uh, the Trump trial, the Trump impeachment that has like zero fucks given. I respect it, dude. And you know what? You need people like that because honestly, when something gets a little too serious, 
you need someone to be like, you know what? Fuck the whole, fuck all this shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck about none of this bullshit. And I then everyone else goes, you know what? He's right. <laughs> Fuck this. Uh, it's when you have no no more fucks to lose, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's hit into our news stories for this week. Um, so mine <laughs> just got added on like Friday, um, and it's Sunday when we're recording this. Um, I'm just gonna read this straight up from The Verge because uh, I think it pretty much sums up everything that we need to say. So President Donald Trump on Friday revealed the official logo of the Space Force, the newest branch of the armed forces and part of the existing United States Air Force Department in a tweet. The Space Force, a fixation of Trump's uh, Trump's throughout his presidency, became a reality last month when Congress passed a $738 billion military bill that created the sixth branch of the military. And now the Air Force is responsible for branding, uniform design, and the various other requirements involved with creating a new armed force. So he revealed the logo. However, the Uh logo appears to borrow heavily from a fictional logo, from the fictional logo of Starfleet from the Star Trek universe. It both makes me happy and feel disrespected <laughs> right at, at the, the same, same time. time, right? <laughs> uh, vocal critic and former Star Trek uh, cast member George Takai also weighed in, saying he, he expects some royalty from this. Um, analyst and former National Security Policy Advisor John Noonan, who was a member of the United States Air Force, commented on Twitter shortly after the announcement to point out that the Space Force logo while similar in design to the Starfleet one, is in fact based on an existing Air Force command logo. Uh, Adding another wrinkle to the situation is that Trump's political action committee, the Trump Make America Great Again committee, was polling viewers back in 2018 when which the Space Force logo, to vote for which Space Force logo they liked the best. And the six options provided all looked drastically different than the end result we have today, with quite a few featuring NASA-inspired iconograph and typeface along with retro-futurist aesthetics. Uh, this is, it's not clear how the team responsible for branding the Space Force went from that to what Trump revealed on, on that afternoon, but here we are. Although, as one user on Twitter noted, the design seemed to take some cues from the NASA logo, predominantly the exact placement of the stars that appears to have been copied over directly. (laughs) Yes, you are. We are. You. um, The tweet goes. You were so distracted by the Star Trek thing that you didn't even notice the copy and paste the stars from the NASA logo. Uh, So they said CBS, which owns the rights of Star Trek, did not immediately. Uh, was not immediately available for comment. <laughs> I would love if CBS fucking trips. <laughs> I would love it if CBS sends a cease and desist notice so you can't so use it. We don't want to be involved in your silly shit. All yeah. right. So basically, um, on the the link, you have to go to the um, the Lazy Geeks dot uh, home dot blog to uh, or there's a link in the show notes to take you to the show notes um, that this article is there. You'll see um, the side by side to the Air Force Space Command which has the same planet also has uh um the same triangle on there but also yeah you see in the background you see kind of the the stars from the nasa logo but then the way everything's kind of fixtured is a little bit similar to the starfleet logo yeah it's obvious and i personally think because i know trump didn't draw this up so i personally (laughs) think someone on his team thinks 
Space Force is ridiculous. So he was like, <laughs> fuck it. I'm going to make this Star Trek shit. They won't even notice. These motherfuckers are stupid as hell. Not a big deal. <laughs> you know, you know what would have been funny if it was like directly, like it was so bad that you could barely see that they pasted over like the Starfleet, you know, right. like the, you know. It says the- Star Trek in the corner. <laughs> you know, it's just really bad. You see like the, 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 the slight, you know how sometimes when you shrink the, 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 the box a little too much you see what was underneath so you see part of like united federation of planets starfleet command over the top you know (laughs) i would love it (laughs) so i'm just gonna read mine too because it pretty much sums it the fuck up you know what i mean but this this shit had me fucking dying (laughs) troll 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 microsoft is trolling the world so microsoft has given windows 7 users a parting gift with its last update, as some holdouts are reporting existing desktop wallpaper being replaced by a somber black screen, presumably in mourning <laughs> of the Ventured <laughs> OS. Uh, others have also called out problems on Windows 10, but it is the uh, vulnerable and potentially vulnerable um, 7 um, that is generating the most heat. The issue, which is causing debate on the likes of Reddit, appears to have kicked off following last week's monthly roll-up. Roll KB4534310 or the security only update KB4534314. The last of those on Windows 7 and not uh, and not enrolled in the extended security update ESU program. The problem seems to afflict those with stretched wallpaper and more worryingly appears to have also hit organizations with wallpaper set by group policy. Users aren't keen on change and we can imagine a good few um i don't know what this acronym is so people uh receiving <laughs> calls from customers distressed by the disappearance of the usual company logo and the arrival of something a lot darker almost funeral like so i love this shit okay <laughs> like and I, I listen i was a huge fan of windows 7 i think it was one of the greatest operating systems ever come out and i don't really think that's an opinion yeah. you know i think everyone pretty much agrees on that but you got to let things go man yeah. you know and the, and i think microsoft has learned from the windows xp bullshit yeah that they're making it very evident <laughs> that this no longer is a supported os anymore right. move the fuck on well, I mean, you know, it's funny too when you think about uh, when you think about this fucking Windows people. You know how it? Okay, let me put it this way: Who's the vocal people that hate Windows that are always trashing Windows and Microsoft? Windows, exactly. Windows users. Windows users. Yeah. But when Windows decides, hey, we're going to do this because we want to change it, we want to make things upgraded, blah blah blah. Ah! Yeah, we don't want to change. It's like you're bitching about this. And yet you still don't want to change, but Apple people, Apple goes like, hey, this is the new one. You need to update. Okay. And then they update. It's like, you know. That's because the common man uses Windows 2. So the people who are complaining are people who don't give a fuck about their computer. Right. They just want it to, they don't want to have to learn anything new. And especially when Windows 8 came out. People were fucking flipping out. Like, I personally didn't think it looked as nice as 7, but it wasn't exactly complicated. No, I was like, all right, I got it. They just, what I, what pissed me off about 8 is that they were basically saying, oh yeah, it's, everything's going tablets, so we're making an OS that's designed for tablets as opposed to the bulk of their people, which uses 
right. Windows 8 for computer and work and stuff like that. Yeah, they kind of over... I think they just... They rolled the dice on tablets overtaking <laughs> the world and they just lost that bet. <laughs> you know, so... I mean, it's a, it's a sound plan, I guess, but... Yeah, but no then thing. but then Windows 10, because there was no Windows 9, everybody, uh, be, and Windows 10, I think, kind of brought everything back to where it was like, okay, it's a lot like... There's some Windows 8 functionality in the tile thing, but it's still the OS Honestly, of 7. It's, it's if 7 and 8 had a kid. Yeah. You got 10. Right. Like, that's pretty much what it... Because a, a lot of the Windows 8 stuff is still there, you know, but... um. <laughs> yeah i mean stop using windows 7 guys i love it's the fact done. i love the fact that the reason people are pissed off is because the screen say this the stretched yeah. the stretch wallpaper like that's the thing that set everybody off this is ridiculous <laughs> it's like the guy that murdered his whole family like you know he's had years of drunk and abuse and what set him off mcdonald's got his order wrong and that's just right like, you know? that's usually isn't that always the way though it's <laughs> it, something it stupid is. it's the straw that broke someone's back like fuck you <laughs> like you hear about the um those people that go insane and beat up the the people at mcdonald's because they didn't offer him a straw or they told him it was 20 cents for another packet of of you know like barbecue sauce and you're just like really like i saw a video i think they they said they were out of chicken nuggets which is pretty rare right for a mcdonald's usually I don't think usually I've ever it's that. usually it's the ice cream machine right well that's because they they like to say broken when it, they're just cleaning it right but whatever um and this lady was so mad that she couldn't have chicken nuggets that she climbed through the drive through window <laughs> to beat people up. I'm like, are you for real? I'm like, you're so upset. I'm surprised you can fit through the drive through window. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Jeez. I, I can't even fathom. Like if I was like, man, I really want some chicken nuggets. And I rolled up to a McDonald's and they're like, oh, we're out. And I'm like, oh. All right, well, <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah, I mean, if you want chicken nuggets, it's like, okay, cancel the order, I'm out. And then you go to fucking Burger King or something, you know? <laughs> or go five five minutes down the road to the to next another, McDonald's. Yeah, to the next McDonald's, right? You know what I mean? Like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Get it together. <laughs> I know. Yeah, just hearing, like, just people being stupid like that, you know? You're just like, calm the fuck down, people. Like, you know, it's like, it's it's not... <laughs> I expect people I, I expect people because of the fact that like my wallpaper shrunk. You know, it's like somebody does the angry panda bit, you know, it starts taking the <laughs> yeah. the, the lap the com- keyboard and starts smashing the computer screen. <laughs> I wouldn't be fucking surprised anymore, dude. You know what I mean? Like it's like fucking A. People are wound so tightly nowadays that, you know, it's they're like tops, you know, and and like the last straw is that string that you pull on it so it goes whizz, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny at my last job there was a guy who um who was uh who was hired he didn't last very long he only lasted a couple of months not even that i think he did did he last no i don't think he lasted probation period which is what three months and uh he was just one of those guys that was just he was <laughs> we used to make fun of him because he was one of those dudes that had the vaping case attached to the oh, side of the belt yeah. yeah he was one of those dudes and uh, he had a holster for he, a he, vaping. Thing. Exactly. And, and I looked at it in my mind. I remember when I first saw it, I thought, don't tell me that motherfucker has a Nokia in there. And then it was like, oh, no, is oh, now he's not even that would have been cool. But see, now he it's just a vape. <laughs> it's like now he's not. Eh. <laughs> and um, 
he always came to me for stuff and I always was like, no, 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 you need to do it like this. And then I would help him out and stuff like that. And he didn't like some of the other people because the other people were, you know, annoyed by him and didn't keep it to themselves all that much. Yeah. And, um, and so he ended up getting fired. No, they were going to fire him, but he quit and, um, left. And like all the, all the women that were in the office were like, what if he comes back? Like, what if he like loses it and comes back over here? And then I just laughed and they're like, what, you're not scared? I go, no, I was nice to him. He said goodbye to me and shook my hand. I go, I go, maybe don't be a piece of shit. (laughs) I I go, he's going to tell me, Hey, you need to get out of here. (laughs) I go, I'll be fine. (laughs) I've always been like, why are you treating people like shit? Just cause they're goofy. Right. Like if so, and I, and there's this dude at my work, um, who's fucking goofy. Like his comedic timing is always off. He has a tendency to like jump into conversations that he wasn't a part of. Right. And I just like whatever because he's a nice dude and he hasn't directly offended me. Right. But everyone else is like, fuck you, you know, blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. A lot of that shit. So mostly the girls. And I'm like, you know what? If this motherfucker ever snaps, (laughs) he's going to he's going to fucking give me a high five as he shoots all you fucking bitches. (laughs) Like, you're ridiculous. <laughs> now, we're not saying that, you know, we're not trying to make light of, like, workplace violence. We're just saying, if you don't want to be a target, right? don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Like, fucking, I mean, all jokes aside, it's like, it's just unnecessary. Right. It's, it, and I'll explain it to people, and whenever I say this, they kind of go, oh. Because I go, hey, remember when you were in high school? And um, and you nine times out of ten, the people that are are being shitty to the goofy person were not cool in high school. Right. Yeah. So like, remember when you were in high school and and there was like the cool kids, and like yeah. And it's like remember when they used to make fun of you all the time? Yeah. It's like it's because you were goofy, right? And they're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, <exactly. laughs> like, fucking idiot. <laughs> you have become what you hated. <laughs> exactly. You know, now the emperor is going excellent. You know, and it's fun. I know it is funny when you when you look at that and you're just kind of like, you know, like yeah, and the guy like yeah, the guy annoyed me and stuff like that. But you know, I would be like, bro, we talked about this, remember? And then it just, but I wouldn't be like, you know, just say something snarky and then just like leave it at that. I'd be like, no, no, remember we're supposed. To, it's all oh, right, 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 right. You know, and then you know, and there was also a thing like if he did something wrong and or something went wrong but it wasn't his fault i was the only one that was like actually the other the 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 customer said this and then he replied with that and the customer got upset so it wasn't his fault he was just stating the line and you know and he always said you know you're the only one that stands up for me i go well when you're right when you when they're wrong they're wrong like i go i'm not like trying to score points with you i go i could give a shit really i was like (laughs) you know he just laugh and i go but you know if if they are wrong they need to know they're wrong Right. I go, so I go, but if you were wrong, I would, yeah, I go, I just, uh, what did I say? I go, I sell you out in a heartbeat <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, so you were like, you know, and then when, when he left, he was like, you know, he, I, when he was leaving, he just came over to me and he shook my hand and said, thanks, you know, for trying to help me out. And I'm like, and he goes, and thanks for standing up for me when and I was like, going, sure, no problem, dude. And so I said, well, good luck to you. And then he laughed and they were like, you know, well, what if he comes out? I'm like, well, we know who he isn't going to go for. I'll get that text message probably before saying, hey, don't go to work today. Because, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, in the end, it's all, you know, survival of the fittest, right? Right. 
Uh, all right, so we're going to take a quick break right now, and when we come back, we will get to this week's dis- discussion topic, Prophets and Soothsayers. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. We have a lot of fun bringing a new show to you each week, so we want to ask for your help. If you love the show and want to do your part, there are two ways to help us out. You can donate. These shows cost money, and we are trying to raise money that could allow us to buy hosting for the blog, podcast, and domain service for the year. Our goal is 350 bucks. If we can raise that, we can take care of the blog, podcast hosting for one year, and renew the domain. We want the show to be self-sustaining. Since we have done it for about 10 years now, it's time for your help. You can go to the blog, thelazygeeks.home.blog, and click on my PayPal link, and you can submit your donation that way. If you have Venmo, you can donate at the Lazy Geeks, one word, underscore 1010. If you can't donate, you can rate us. Head over to Apple Podcast or iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get the show and rate us. The more ratings we get, our presence on multiple platforms will increase. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, CastBox, Pocket Cast, and Google Podcast. If you can do, do both, that would be extremely helpful. The more donations we get, we can start a Patreon program. Say yes, everyone else says no. We love doing the show, so if you can help a brother out, please do so. Again, you can find all this information at the blog, thelazygeeks.home.blog, under donations. And now, back to the show. All right, well, so this week's topic was something... I brought up to Adam and it was weird because the whole epitus for this, I'll say, um, yeah, word of the word of the day calendar. Um, (laughs) it it was, uh, I, I, when I was, this is 1980. So I was probably like seven years old, seven or eight years old. I was, um, there was this whole thing at the time, um, about, prophecy and like you know it was the whole the end time revelation kind of thing took over you know in in the early 80s basically when reagan and the christian coalition kind of got their their footing and uh nostradamus's the book about nostradamus's prophecies i think was like a big seller something like that and um it became a thing and then somebody did a movie about his prophecies, the past, saying how good he was, and then the future. And it was hosted by Orson Welles. And I remember seeing this when I was like seven years old. Looking back on it now, it's kind of like, it's laughable. But at the same time, when you think like, oh, seven-year-old who, you know, just came out of like the 70s, you're kind of like, it kind of, it freaked me out. Like it, was, yeah. it freaked me out. And, and, you know, I think about that. Like, yeah, this probably would be a little much for, for that. And like at the same token, I was glad I never saw... Um, the day after that came out I think in 84 and I think I was like 10 or 11 at that time and my parents and, and, and my brother wouldn't let me watch it so you can't watch it they wanted to watch it but I, I think I spent it like the, the night in my room or something like that um, <laughs> but they I couldn't watch it I didn't watch that movie until a year or two ago and it freaked me the fuck out and I go, I'm 40 years old. <laughs> like it still right. freaks me the fuck out now. But that's what it's designed to do. Exactly. As well. yeah. yeah. And this was at the time when it was on YouTube, and it was the time when you know Trump and 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 uh, Kim Jong Un were having that dick waving contest, 
And, uh, but anyway, going back to that, it was, um, it was something I was like, oh man, I wish I, I kind of, and it always stuck in my head that, you know, like Orson Welles. So I remember a couple years ago, I ended up rewatching it again and it was on YouTube. And then I, uh, then this year, this last year, you know, you have all the, um, evangelicals that are talking about how Trump's the chosen one and that Trump is the one that's designed to bring about the end times, the, 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 the rapture, not the, not the bad things, but he's the one that's supposed to, you know, start it. So all the quote unquote Christians can go away in the rapture and stuff like that. Right. And, um, I, st- it started make it made me started thinking about predictions and stuff like that. So then I started looking for that and all I could find were like these two little five minutes. If you, if you Google or if you search in YouTube, the man who saw tomorrow, um, you'll see probably a two or three five minute clips. And, um, and I was like, damn it, I wish I could find it. So of course, as a resourceful person, you start go looking around the internet to see if you can find it. And oddly enough, I found it on archive.org. Somebody uploaded it to that. Um, so I was like, oh sweet. So I downloaded it from that and I, I, I sent and I rewatched it and, and my brother was rewatching it too. And we were just looking at how wrong it was. Cause this was done in 1980 and it was talking about, oh, world war three and you know, mm. and all of this stuff. So I thought I go, oh, this might be a cool subject to talk about on the show, given that it's whatever you want to talk about. So I gave it to Adam. I told Adam, check it out. And, uh, and, uh, so <laughs> what you think? <laughs> I mean, it was inaccurate. So that's the funny thing. And this is something we were talking about. Like, if you look at Nostradamus, and, and I don't fault anything of that guy. And maybe he thought he could tell the future. You know what I right. mean? Like, it. I don't think he was – he doesn't seem like he was a con man is what I'm trying right. to say. But if you look at his writings, you will find something in history that matches it. Right. It's it's just I mean he wrote him in the 1500s. Yeah. You know, like of course it's like a um it's like a horoscope. <laughs> you know, like if you read a horoscope and try hard enough or if you want it to be true enough. Right. You will find a way. Like there's a few things that were pretty on the nose like I know um he talked about Hister. Right. You know, and and that was pretty accurate, but honestly, the things that Hitler did, people did back in the day too. Yeah. You know I mean, what it I mean? Like, yeah, it wasn't like only. Uh, I'm not undermining the tra- the tragedy of it all, right? But, but I mean, it, it's not something that's only um, only, only uh, Hitler indicative. was the only one who tried to kill off a group of people, like, right? It wasn't no. indicative of Hitler, yeah, right? It was, right. It, you know, you just kind of move it around. But you know, one of the things that I thought was interesting is particularly for Nostradamus because in the time you couldn't predict the future because it'd be heresy by the church. So he developed these quatrains, which were very flowery type of poems, you know, or haikus, if you will. Right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and that were that were vague. And you and there, um, I saw this I saw this other documentary on YouTube where they were talking about Edgar Casey, and they talked about Nostradamus in the beginning and stuff like that. And this one guy said something that was actually pretty on the nose. He was like, yeah, he goes, the thing is, is with all these prophecies, they're vague enough, he goes, that you can focus on any point in time and make it and, and make it about that, as opposed to it being about any other type of, you know, uh, point in history. Right. You know, and the same thing goes with like, and with this, you know, 
it can also be said about the book of revelations now i'm not disparaging on the book of revelations i'm i'm disparaging the people that are trying to say this is how it's supposed to play out via the book of revelations even though the bible says nobody's supposed to know the future except god right you know and it's like and when the people say like yeah this is how it's going to happen in there it's like well how do you know because even god himself you know the bible says he doesn't even tell the angels right nobody knows you know and so it's like because even if you look at the if you go through the bible it says like nobody knows except god and anybody who says they are is a false is false so they'll try to do that whole like oh there's a whole number system in the bible i'm like remember the bible code god ain't fucking writing riddles for you (laughs) motherfucker like come on remember the bible code when they used to yeah. do like that whole crossword puzzle thing to say like, oh, you can see Princess Diana if you diagonally. This playing Sudoku with the Bible. It made no <laughs> sense. I remember that was big, right? Like, what is it? Like 2000s, like late 90s, yeah. early 2000s. But remember, that's exactly what I'm saying. If you look hard enough and that happens to schizophrenics. I mean, look, remember that movie Beautiful Mind? Hmm. He was seeing shit in the newspaper. Right. Like all kinds of shit like that. It's. When you when you want something to be true, your brain tries to make it reality. Right. You know what I mean. And and if you're t- twisted enough, <laughs> <laughs> you know you'll start to believe it. But go ahead, go continue. <laughs> uh, you know, because like, and I and I recommend it if you guys want to check it out and know what we're talking about, go to archive.org and and uh, you know you can sign up for an account. It's easy. You can even store shit up there yourself for free. That's what I was. You know, I was looking for random shit on there. Um, but if you go up there and look for the man, um, the man who saw tomorrow, it's, it's interesting to look at because this is 1980. So they were looking at shit like 10, 15 years off and now being, you know, 30 years, yeah, 30 years from removed from there. You're kind of like, wow, they were off because there was, they, they predicted, they were talking about (laughs) not predicted. They were analyzing things that said that they predicted the assassination of Kennedy, which when you look at the quatrain that they gave, you're kind of like, that's ah, a bit of a stretch. And then like, and the, the, you could see through this outline of a guy in the bush with a gun. I was like, I don't see it. You know, even though they had this little like arrow showing where it's like supposed to be a right. I'm like, that's just, like, looks like just shadows. Right. Um, and even there was parts in this <laughs> where the, amazing orson wells yeah, right even look like he was like look <laughs> <laughs> like it was funny like the, he was the saving grace for me. i was telling i was telling steve the first time i had seen this was today um and i said i would start to kind of my attention would wane right. a bit because it's very like and then this happened and then he said this and then this happened and it, Every and they, I think they knew how boring it was, <laughs> because every time I would, I would like look away from it. Orson Welles would come back, and there's something about his voice and mannerisms <laughs> that makes you go, "I am fully invested in what's going on." <laughs> and that would last about 15 minutes, right? And then I'd be like, "I don't know," what the, and then he'd come back, and I go, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like it was fucking nuts. <laughs> there is, it's true. There is some. He gave it a little gravitas, a little, you know, a little. Like, he has this nonchalant, I'm fucking smooth motherfucker. <laughs> like feel to, but he's a big dude. I forgot how big that motherfucker. Oh yeah, was. he's he was he was really big. And but also he just his voice and the way he yeah. he was like 
the early version of Patrick Stewart, you know, like, but it's like, he has this way of speaking almost like he's throwing away that like he'll say something profound, but it's still not good enough for him. Like he's throwing it his own right. minds away. Right. Like it's just a weird, like nonchalant kind of fucking attitude. <laughs> you know, like he, <laughs> he's like everybody's fucking grandpa. Like he's telling you something and he's just raising his eyebrows. Like, I don't know. You know, who knows? Who knows if it's true? <laughs> <laughs> but there was a, I remember one of his big predictions and this, this affected me directly. Um, was supposed to be a massive earthquake in May of 1988. And uh, I remember that because it was when we were getting to to May and then they were like, okay, it's May 1988. And then they came out with some date. And then it was supposed to be around, then it suddenly became around a time. And then I remember like just, I, I was in school and I'm thinking, great, I'm this earthquake's going to happen. I'm going to die in algebra. It's a countdown. Like, yeah. It's fucking nuts. It, it, it was a countdown. I remember like, great, I'm going to die in fucking algebra. Like this is how it ends right. for me, you know? And, you know, we waited and then like nothing happened. And it was supposed to be the great earthquake where California is going to slide into the ocean, which by the way is scientifically impossible. Right. It, it can d- flood. Yeah, it can flood, but it won't sink into the ocean because that's... It's not going to break off like a cookie <laughs> and float away. I always heard they're like, oh, yeah, and then it's going to like the... It's going to... It's like that doesn't... It's not a subduction fault. You know, it's 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 a lateral fault. It's going to move north. Like they used to say like in a couple of thousand years, LA and San Francisco will be crosstown rivals because that's yeah. how, how... That's how it's moving. Things will move. And you you can see evidence of that in the major earthquakes in California, yeah. where you'll see like streets don't line up now, right. you know, and stuff like because things are moving. You know, it's it's like tectonic plate sciences. <laughs> we figured it out. Like, come on, guys, let's, let's all catch up here. <laughs> yeah, you and know? and it, and and that and that was the big thing. And then that didn't happen. And then um, in this Nostradamus series or um, movie, they said that the start of world war three was going to happen in 1994 yeah and then it would be fully underway by like what was it like 1996 or something like that or somewhere in the late 90s and i'm like well i think waco happened but i don't really count that as like you know like uh full-on world war three but then nostradamus remember that he gave himself that out Oh yeah, he said that we're in control of our own destiny and can change the future. Right. That's something a con man would say. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, and then I was kind of wondering, and I'm looking right now, like, what happened in '96 that, if one thing was different, it could have started World War Three? And I didn't see anything. Like the the, uh, the Iraq disarmament thing was going on. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was something that I did too. As I was looking, I was like, I don't see anything that really could have. Cause I don't think, and it's something that current times with Iran, I don't think a world war would happen over any of the Middle Eastern countries because they don't have enough friends. Well, that was the problem with the world war two was it was split down the middle in Europe. Yeah. But the problem is, is like with Iran, Iran has a, uh, has an alliance with Russia. But it yeah, but be, even Russia was telling them, let's, you know, yeah, let's, let's calm the fuck down a little here. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, because if you look at it, you know, Russia's trying to establish greatness again. I really don't think they're going to try to go. I and, feel Russia will bail on them if it got serious. Mm. I honestly think that I think that they might broker negotiations with America. They're not fighting. 
Yeah. They, they don't want no that money anymore. In it. There's no money yeah, in there's it. There's no money in it. And that's that was something I was explaining to my son the other day because he was like, is World War III possible? I said, I really don't think it is because in, at the end of World War II, they purposely did trade agreements where it was just not financially feasible to have a fucking world war. Like when everyone's like, oh, China and America are going to are going to war. I'm like, they both both go broke fucking day one. Yeah. Are we going to keep trading while we're fighting each other? (laughs) Exactly. But, you know, one of the things I think that's different is World War Three takes a different dynamic than it than it would have. If we go by old war standards, the reason being is because there's so many rogue nations that you all you need is a couple of good nuclear, you know, nuclear um, strikes yeah. to the World War three could end in 20 minutes. Exactly. And all you need is some people with some, you know, cool uranium and shit. And then, boom, that's it. And then hit a couple of big seas. That's that's how the new war could happen. It doesn't have it. And if we learned anything from Vietnam, it's, you know, statistic regular warfare you know, isn't, it, it, it isn't viable anymore because yeah, we're such a, a global economy that, you know, we go, yeah, we literally go broke. Right. And, uh, but, um, I think it just takes a different dynamic. So we wouldn't, it wouldn't be troops amassing, you know, here, there, everywhere, even though, you know, the, the, you know, that flies in the face of like, um, what is it? Uh, revelations where the, the battle of Megiddo, you know, where that's supposed to, where that's supposed to happen. But, you know, it could be a different, you know, it could be it, the, I, the concept, I guess, is what I'm trying to say is it's not within traditional realms of thinking. You know, we're no, stuck. No, yeah, on, I get it. Yeah, we're stuck in 20th century. Stati- we're stuck in risk. Like we're, we're, we're looking through risk where the dynamic isn't that way anymore. It just would have happen have to happen a different way. Right. Um, but one of the things that I thought was interesting when I started looking at, um, like, why are we so like obsessed with this? Like, you know, even now, because here's the thing. Um, and I, I mentioned this to my brother yesterday is that normally we would hear, you know, oh, if you're predicting the future, you're against the church, which is usually the Catholic church. But now, right. Because it's like witchcraft. And right. Shit. But now all this, you know, and it's it the face has changed, but the underlying meaning's still the same. Like you have all these what are we what we call um, uh, apocalyptic uh, pastors that sit there and talk about the end times and how it's going to happen, who's going to be involved, and in all of that stuff. That's still the same kind of thing, but now that's endorsed by the church. Well, it depends on what church you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Like. The evan the evangelical churches, church. yeah. evangelical churches are are all about that shit because much like most Christian sects, they pick and choose what they want to believe. Oh yeah, you know, and whatever suits the agenda. So the everyone who's standing on a street corner with a megaphone is technically breaking like the original church law. Right, like you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, you know, and because. It's not just the end of times. The only one who knows the future for sure is God. Right. So if you purport to say, oh, I know exactly 100% what's going to happen in the future, then you're saying you're God. Right. And that that's a whole thing. Believe me, I fucking – they used to talk about this shit in my old neighborhood when I was coming up because it's mostly Catholic. Yeah. You can't be sitting there going, I know it's – no, you don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you that's predict, what, of course, you know, but – I mean, that's what they would tell you no matter what. Hey, you don't know you shit. You don't know shit, <laughs> Adam. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You run, like, you run away like that dude in Friday. 
<laughs> oh yeah <laughs> with his arms flying back in his car uh, <laughs> but the, and the funny thing is is that like the evangelicals are surrounding trump as like well whether he knows it or not he's the one that's going to bring about the end times it's like and how do they even know that i know like, what basis well you know my thing yeah exactly there is no basis like there is no basis on it and you know it, it's funny because um you know everybody goes well you know the evangelicals are just you know they're following their their own um you know their own beliefs and it's like it's like yeah but at the same time it's like they should realize that if they're ca- calling the president the chosen one or you know things like that it's like you know who's the best person to tell you smoking is bad a smoker yeah you know so how is it that you know everything that they say about trump and what he's doing and this is what's going to happen flies in the face of everything they're supposed to know about the bible but then at the same time the bible does says the masses will be deceived you know and is and you know because there's always that 144,000 will be you know taken away or caught away or however it's phrased and yeah. then when I see all of these evangelicals and the, the way they are with Trump and how they're opting for murdering people or hurting them or doing all this, I'm like, oh, so that's how it happens, <laughs> you know? And, and it just kind of, it suddenly it's like, oh, that's how it, okay, uh, that it's makes like, more sense. It's just funny because it's like everyone misses the point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like someone was telling me, someone said at my work for real, and this was a while ago, they said, um... True Christians will follow will follow Trump as their leader. I go, that makes no sense. Yeah, as a he he goes against Jesus's teachings almost on a daily basis. <laughs> like where and and I kind of didn't even continue the conversation. She was talking about it, and I'm just looking at like just thinking to myself, where how do people come to this? It's so painfully obvious what I'm saying. Right. I don't know what I don't know what. What is twisted in your life that makes you see it this way? You know, but everybody creates their own fucking reality, I guess. Yeah. You know, he's a uh, Trump's a Presbyterian, which is like Scotland's Protestantism. Well, what also what also gets me too is that you know it's like oh yeah he's he's of God. I'm like what? How can you say that he exalts himself? You never, yeah. you know, he, he, ex- everything leads He literally to him. breaks the second amendment by worshiping himself, or not okay. amendment, the <laughs> um, commandment, <laughs> commandment by worshiping himself. And possibly the second amendment. We don't know for sure. Yeah, the know. second amendment as well. <laughs> right to bear arms. Um, it's, he idolicizes himself. Yeah. Here, I saved myself by there using that word. There you go. I know, um, right? Suddenly everybody's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And that's, that ties in with the with the sins. We're talking about vanity, pride, you right. know, stuff like that. And it's, it's we can go on all day about this shit. And it, he does, he's not even a good Presbyterian. I hate that fucking name of that damn religion. <laughs> um, no disrespect. You know? Right. Um, but... But you know, you know, with with the whole with predictions and stuff like that, I always find it interesting that when something doesn't work, it always you know how those people remember. Yeah, we done we had done episodes um, where we titled about the end of the world was supposed to happen, and you know here we are, we're still doing the show, and you know nothing's happened. Um, you know there were the I think we did two episodes where the end of the world part one, and then they revised it and said, oh, it's going to be six months later, eh, still here. Um, right. But there was um, Saint Malachi. Um, 
this is if you if you study like predictions and stuff like that this was supposed to be like the end all be all now saint malachi um predicted um 111 um if you, i have the link in um in the show notes for for this i think the wikipedia page he was supposed to have predicted 111 popes now he it wasn't like their names but it was like their signs their or their 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 crests and it was supposed to end at 111 which was supposed to be pope benedict and they said after pope benedict was supposed to be the last and then the next um the next person was supposed to be peter the roman who was going to usher in the end um the destruction of the seven hills and nobody was sure of whether it meant destruction of the catholic church or the destruction of oh you know, you're talking about the doomsday prophecy yeah yeah and it was supposed to be whether it was the the end of um the catholic church or the end of the world and peter roman was supposed to um peter the roman was supposed to take over now <laughs> now i i was when i was like going, okay so that was right i go because uh my brother was listening to that and he said but they're saying he's supposed to go isn't this supposed to be 111 and then I, and then i found the original and it was like yeah it was 111 which put it at pope benedict and um then i saw a couple videos that that said that yeah pope benedict's supposed to be the last one then it turns around and now there's 112 and now they're saying Pope Francis is the last one. I think uh, Thomas, Thomas J. Reese of Georgetown University mm-hmm. um, said it best. St. Malachi's prophecy is nonsense. It literally <laughs> makes no sense. Like it's about as reliable as a fucking horoscope. Right. And that it's it's just I've heard of it. I heard of it when I was a kid. I had to look it up, though, because I, I couldn't. Yeah. Like, St. Malachi sound it sounded familiar because <laughs> he's fucking Irish. Right. That's probably why I've heard about it. <laughs> but um yeah, that motherfucker was sipping too much of the ceremonial <laughs> wine. Cause he's supposed to have got it when he visited Rome and then he got all these visions and it was supposed to be, you know, like these lines that were supposed to attribute it to the crests yeah. of, of them and you he know started seeing patterns and shit. Yeah. And he's probably just schizophrenic. Yeah. Who knows? You know, but, you know, so that that's kind of thing. And it's always funny where it was supposed to be 111. And so, yeah. So, you know, because after Pope John Paul, there was only supposed to be one more. And I remember hearing that when I was a kid and then it was Benedict and then Benedict resigned. And then, you know, I go, wait, is it because he technically didn't die? So they put another one. So maybe we get a little like. And you and we all do it. You start extrapolating. You start going, well, wait a minute. Maybe this makes sense because of this. It's it's humans have a bad habit of doing that. (laughs) That's why all this shit. I do the same fucking thing. Oh, yeah. We all do like, oh, well, it still makes my truth still makes sense. I just (laughs) have to move some of these pieces around. (laughs) Right. Exactly. You know, but it's like it's like when you hear about people talking about, um, you know, like, you know, the fake news and stuff like that where you hear or no conspiracy theories. It follows the same vein, you know, uh, uh, prophecy and, and conspiracy theories all follow the same rules. Facts just get in the way, you yeah. know, and and it's like, going, oh, well, no, no, it means because of this or or well, they want you to believe that, you know, and that's always the biggest one you hear. It's like, well, yeah, the mainstream media wants you to believe that. And it's like going. Why, though? <laughs> Like no yeah. one's really concerned about it except you, you know, or the small little fringe group that they want you to believe that's the trick. Oh man. What do they gain from having me believe that? Uh, exactly. Power, like, man. Why? It's power. They all want power. It's like, it's but power, right? Yeah. Like, know. how do you get power from making me think 
the earth is flat. Right, exactly. You know, or something like that. Like, there's no power in that. It's like Bill Maher said uh, uh, this week. He's like, he goes, but yeah, but these are the same people that believe that Hillary Clinton had a child uh, child sex ring out of a pizza parlor. You know, it's like. Well, that's correct. Though. I mean, if you look, if you look at the sign. Yeah, you know, I know. Just look it up. The information's there. They might say it's a, a fallacy, but that's what they want you to believe, <laughs> right. Steve. Okay. It's all a power trip. You know? Exactly. It, it, my favorite is always um, uh, fucking Alex Jones, where he's like, you know, he's telling you, we've got all the, we've got all the information, but never shows you the information. No, of course not. He's got all this desk file of paper, um, all these papers. We've got the information, but never once does he show you it. You know, it's funny. Conspiracies and stuff like that are the reason why in high school when you wrote a paper, you had to cite sources. Right. <laughs> because it's the same thing. Is Someone will say something. And I tell my kids, I actually had a conversation with uh, with my oldest son about this recently. I forget what he brought up, but it was nonsense. And I go, whenever someone tells you something that challenges the status quo, mm-hmm. you need to find out what the sources are. Right. Like if, if everyone believes one thing and then there's one guy that says, no, it's this, you need, he needs to prove it to you. And he can't just say because X, Y, Z and not tell you what the, how the <laughs> fuck he came to it. You know, but that's what they do. Alex Jones is the fucking king of that shit. Oh, yeah. They're making the frogs gay. Like, God, I still can't get Bro, you are right. <laughs> Who hurt you? Just tell me. <laughs> I was just worried about him at that point. I wasn't even making fun of him. I was like, Jesus, I felt bad. I know, right? Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. So, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about is just like this. Why are we so... And it's interesting, too, because... Uh, I, and to, to end this, uh, I found a... a a um, article it was a short little article about um why you know why we look to predictions psychology psychology behind predictions like why are we doing that and it's it's and it's basically it's very simple it's order and chaos right we like to think that there's a reason for that all this happens and 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 the the fact that we have to know that there it's leading up to something that it's just like you know not, there's just some control, I guess, is really what. what well, the it, biggest, the biggest and most common fear is the unknown. Yeah. For for you, man, and we we, and we benefit it every day. We are an inquisitive species. We try to figure things out. Right. We're the we're the only sentient that we know of um, species <laughs> on this planet, except the Vulcans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the problem with that is is we is um, yeah, we want to figure it out, but to the point of almost insanity. Yeah. Like people will be like, well, it must be this and this. Like you can't just it's go, I don't manic, know. That manic type of yeah. obsession that we have with this and stuff. Then, and then it just takes a small group of people to spread that around. And then people who are lazy just right. believe the first thing they hear. And then they go, okay, well that must be it. You know? And then I think people much like why um, television shows and movies are so dramatic compared to real life because people like drama. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. It's like you can't have a show. You can't have something without drama. There has to be some type of conflict. Like Uh, there can't – the perfect example is MTV's real world, okay? The first season, they had television. I don't know if you guys ever noticed, but there's no TVs. 
in 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 reality TV shows. Oh, they yeah. had um, and, unless it's like the Kardashians, but you never <laughs> see them watching it. Um, the reason they took the televisions out is because the first season they cut. I think it was like over 50 percent of their their reel was people just blindly watching TV. Yeah, because real life is not exciting it's not very exciting it's mostly mundane and every once in a while something happens you want to know how reality tv is set up a camera and just record yourself yeah that's that's reality tv that's real reality you tv fucking sweatpants and no t-shirt right eating a giant bowl of fucking lucky charms <laughs> or jerking off to Pornhub. you know right. like all like day it's not, it's not very exciting <laughs> or pleasant <you> know? <laughs> Or pleasant, right? <laughs> it's kind of fucking sad. <laughs> Even people who have crazy, like, let's say when Obama was president, there's still large parts of his day where he's just watching TV and laying in the bed with his wife. Like, there's not much going on. Yeah. You know, downtime is the fucking end to ratings. Yeah. Like, that's why it's, you watch reality TV's all bullshit. There's no <laughs> downtime. Like, these people would kill themselves. If their life was actually that fucking If you dramatic. recorded yourself a, a day in your house, you wouldn't even watch the rest. You wouldn't even watch the whole thing. I, I would fucking cancel the subscription to whatever <laughs> streaming service it was on. Like all day today. And I had a pretty chill day. Like I was just in the house. I didn't go anywhere. Or I dropped my daughter off at work. So that was an exciting moment. But <laughs> I, um, I installed Linux on the new MacBook. On the new to me MacBook. I put in a new also new to me graphics card to my main computer checked if that worked and i cooked dinner that was a pretty eventful fucking at home <laughs> day for me Are we, that's the reality tv we want to watch Come right on. exactly you know and i'm a father of six like my life should be exciting compared to most people it's not <laughs> not even a little bit in fact it's quite sad it's quite <laughs> fucking bland just how i like and that's the real key is that people like to watch all that crazy shit on TV. No one wants their life to be like that. Oh, no. People want their life to be boring. We like watching train wrecks. Not even boring. They want the 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 boring stuff to be predictable. Yeah. The mundane, everyday shit. It's they want to go food. on vacations and all that silly shit. But the day-to-day, nine-to-five bullshit, I don't want that to be – I don't want work to be exciting. What the fuck? <laughs> like, you know, unless I'm doing something I really like doing. Right. You know, which I'm not. So <laughs> – you know, whenever there's excitement at work, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just want to go home. Uh, all right. Well, that is it for this episode of the Lazy Geeks. Uh, so if you want to help us out, go ahead and review the podcast. Go ahead and hit us up and leave a review or stars wherever it is on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you get the shows. Uh, if, you can even go to the website. Uh, the lazygeeks.home.blog and comment on the episodes there. You can follow us on social media, facebook.com slash the lazy geeks. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at the lazy geeks. Uh, you can email the show if you want. You can email us at the real lazy geeks at gmail.com. And like I said, you can check out uh, this show and uh, news, other information about the upcoming shows or what's going on with us. You can hit us up at the lazy geeks dot home dot blog so that is it for this show this week i'm stephen vargas i'm adam riley uh peace out peace out